0: to the loving bdsm podcast okay the lord's here with the one the only the uh you look like you could use a nap john brownstone
1: the bleary eyed and worse wear and tear yeah jb yeah
0: yeah thank goodness this is a podcast <laughs> 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 not sure what the uh youtube folks will, will get but... i know
1: right well <laughs> you know yeah it, it's yeah yeah i don't think there'd be enough coffee Co- to uh no
0: i think we're mainlining coffee today yeah both of us because mm-hmm. we we took a gummy
1: <laughs> and
0: which was fine but then we didn't really go to bed sleep whatever till like midnight but we get up at 6 a.m yep. <laughs> and we're too old that's so not enough sleep
1: speak for yourself too old
0: Six hours of sleep? Yeah, you seem to be holding up pretty well. (laughs) All right. Sure, sure. That's why your eyes won't open all the way. (laughs) She said submissively. Mm. That's not what we're here for. (laughs) This week, we're answering a question from someone in a long distance DS relationship who wants to make it work and make it good for both partners. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If you're new around here, we help kinksters like you have happy, healthy power exchange relationships. You can add the podcast to your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And if you'd like us to answer one of your questions in an upcoming episode, we have a contact page called Ask Your Questions. We try to be nice and clear and obvious. Clear communication, you know, makes the world go round. Uh, that's available on our website at lovingbdsm.net and in the show notes for this episode. Okay, let's get into the question. Okay. It's short but sweet, um, but there's a lot here. Uh, how can I make the most out of my long distance DSR relationship we're both married and live almost two hours apart we try to get together once a month but how can we keep the time apart just as exciting my dom is amazing and i do not want to lose him so before we get into our actual tips i'm going to let Mm -hmm. you know that we have talked about long distance relationships multiple times over the years because we in fact were uh what am I trying to say? We were originally in a long distance relationship. Correct. I did that for 18 months before we moved in together. Uh, So we feel like we have a little experience with this. We love it. So we've talked about it in past uh, podcast episodes. I'll link to those. We also, uh, shameless plug, uh, we have a workbook for people in long distance DS relationships. Mm -hmm. It doesn't like teach you how to have a long distance relationship. What it does is it helps you think through the different ways you're going to make your DS work when you're not together and then how Mm -hmm. you can maximize the time when you are together. So that's on our Etsy shop. That will be linked below as well. If you happen to be watching this or listening or whatever, um, in January, 2024, that workbook is on sale uh, through the end of the month. So just letting you know that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so shameless self-promotion over okay what what are your thoughts time management oh yeah (laughs) you know it's hard enough when you're single but if you are married to somebody else right and trying to have this yeah Yeah. time management Um,
1: you know yeah it's not unheard of to have relationships like this Mm -hmm. you know both partners married and yet they have a Mm -hmm. relationship and, and yeah, the best thing you're going to have find to do is, is time management, Yeah, you know, crunch, crunch the time, make sure you, you communicate that you have, you work out specific times that you can, you know, meet, talk, mm-hmm. what, you know, whatever. Yeah, I
0: think the the planning aspect is probably the most important. And if you are not a Mm -hmm. natural planner, this will be a new skill to learn. (laughs) (laughs) Or if one of you isn't much of a planner and one of you definitely is, uh, that could create a little friction. Mm -hmm. But when you know that you can only actually physically be together maybe once a month you sort of have to make do with the time that you have apart, but right. then you're also juggling, you have other responsibilities. If you're married, maybe you have kids, maybe you just have a busy life that you have to navigate and this has to fit into that. Um, so there's gonna need to be a lot of honest conversations about how much time you can genuinely devote to one another and what methods you're going to use to spend that time together. Um, for us, we both were adults essentially living on our own or independent. Um, So we could do things like phone sex. That was easy to Mm do. If you are living in a household with other people, that may be more difficult. So maybe it's a lot of text. Maybe it's, I can't believe I'm gonna say email is old fashioned, but it does yeah. feel that way. <laughs> maybe it is, maybe it's connecting through um, online things like Discord or WhatsApp or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever.
1: Or even um, Zoom, You know, whether you do Zoom or Skype or exactly. something like that, yes.
0: The other thing that I have a feeling would be <laughs> most important, um, it's for any long distance relationship, but especially when you've got all other commitments outside of that, um, mm-hmm. is finding and taking advantage of small bits of time. I tend to be the type of person who gets very frustrated that if I can't have all the time, literal hours, days, whatever, I don't think that anything outside of that is worth it, worth the effort, worth the energy. That's not true. And I also worry that five minutes isn't enough. I won't be fulfilling, I won't be happy, but actually all those little five minutes here, five minutes there, add up when we were long distance we each worked in an office and not we didn't work in eight to five literally but we had that kind of vibe Mm -hmm. and our schedules didn't quite line up we had some control over our schedules and not others but we would we knew in the flow of our day because of our professional life when we could snatch five minutes for ourselves to Uh send a text to you know Send an email, respond to something. Um, with uh, being power exchange, JB really liked to send me like little orders and commands. Um, mm-hmm. They involved a lot of masturbation in the ladies' room. <laughs> <So> <laughs> 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 and then that's like that, the exciting part is okay, you're, you know, from a submissive perspective, you're getting told to go do something that you find sexy and like whatever. And you're getting that submission, but also you have to like run the gauntlet of, when can I get into the ladies room and nobody else will be there? Or mm-hmm. can I be quiet enough to not for nobody else to know what's going on? Cause that would not <laughs> have been okay. Um, but that was a, you would send me that text when you got the time and yeah. then you understood that I would do whatever I was asked to respond to that text when I got the time. Mm-hmm. So there's also that need for the understanding that, your five minutes of availability might not match up to your partner's and some things are going to be asynchronous. Um, So in terms of commands, orders, tasks, Mm -hmm. rules, there has to be an understanding between you that your partner may ask for something at nine o'clock. And because of the nature of your life, you might not deliver that until five o'clock.
1: Right. You, You can't expect, you know, long distance like that. It's hard to expect um, you know, an instant mm-hmm. response to those those kind of requests. And you have to be flexible in that part, you know, because whether it's job, whether it's family, at that point, because of the, the relationship, you know, that's something that you're gonna have to keep in mind. Mm-hmm.
0: So once you figure out how you're gonna communicate and where you can snatch your five minutes here, there, the other thing um, would be to schedule larger blocks of time for communication. Mm-hmm. It again, it might not be as often as you want or as much time as you want, um, but it's you sort of need to like find where your schedules overlap enough for any amount of time and pencil those in and keep those make those commitments like you're scheduling you know an appointment almost and to the best yeah. of your ability keep those times for one another because once you have those times where you know you're going to interact you know you're going to talk that leaves room to to get kinky and and be fun with it um mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of sexting, and it depends on how your power exchange manifests. If there's a, a an erotic element to it, then sexting and flirting and, you know, just talking to one another. For us, it was a lot of text in yeah. sort of dom-sub mindset was good, I mean, that was very helpful. Um, I'm a service sub and JB wants me to do shit for him. So even long distance, (laughs) uh, he would come up with things that I could do for him. Some of them were for my own benefit. Some of them were sexy kinky and some of them were, hey, I've got, you gave me this power and I'm going to use it. And so it's going to sound like a really random thing, but go do (laughs) the thing. Um, And that was a great way to live in our roll a little bit even in the middle of like a very busy hectic day you know like we could be like the example of i get the text of go you know edge yourself Mm -hmm. in the the ladies bathroom when you get an opportunity right i didn't know what day that was coming i didn't know when that was coming but i would he would send it and when i got the opportunity i could and so we weren't doing things at the exact same time, right. but he had that moment of getting to tell me to do something, and I had that moment of getting to go do the thing that my dom wanted me to do. Right. And it doesn't—it does not have to be semi-public masturbation. I mean, you should, yeah, not not every uh, work environment is going to allow for that anyway, Mm-mm. and not everybody wants no. to do that. But whatever it might be, that can allow you both to do something within your power exchange right. role. That can help you feel stay connected. That can make it sort of fun. I mean you know, long distance relationships of any flavor are, you know, are difficult. You don't get to spend as much time with a partner necessarily as you want to. You don't get to see them as often as you might want to. Um, You have other commitments that sort of infiltrate and will have to take up bandwidth that you have those commitments when you're living together as well, or when you're physically closer to each other, but, It's just harder when there's distance between you. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you can create touch points for one another, Mm -hmm. that can keep the fun and the spark and the excitement of it alive. And that's the thing you want to find, or what are the ways in small doses that work for our lives, our real Mm -hmm. lives, not the idealized version, you know, we have in our head yeah. that al- allow the distance to feel less difficult. It never, I don't think it ever becomes, you know, easy at all, unless you're, you actively just want a long distance relationship and that's your vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to, you know, find ways where you can feel connected, even if that connection is not the, you know, there's a word I want. <laughs> the ideal scenario, the ideal situation. Like, hmm. yes, ideally you want your partner there every moment of every day. And, you know, they can be your dom and you can be their sub or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But what you actually get in real time is 20 minutes in the morning, an hour in the evening, random text messages through the day. So make those count.
1: Sure. And and I think one of the other things, too, especially in 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 this relationship um uh, understanding on both sides they they need to be understanding because let's be honest um you know there's there's two separate relationships outside of their relationship mm-hmm. and shit happens life happens as we both well know right okay? Absolutely. so you know be understanding of the unexpected
0: yes i if you happen to be a person who's very sort of rigid in your thinking, very, um, you plan everything out and you don't tolerate changes and disruptions to your plans. Well, I'm, I'm one of those. <laughs> uh, there is an adjustment to be, to be, that you have to kind of go through where you don't have to like it and <laughs> yeah. you may never even get comfortable with it, but, but it has to just become part of the understanding that, Shit's going to get fucked up and the plans that you had for the, you know, scene you were going to do over Zoom or whatever, or over the phone, like Mm -hmm. FaceTime, whatever, that's not happening tonight. You know, the, something came up. The other part of that is you have to keep the lines of communication open because in a long distance relationship, it is very easy to think that silence from your partner, unexpected, unexplained silence is either they've ghosted you or they're dead on the side of the road, right? Like those. And maybe that's just my anxious brain, but I th- I think a lot of people would relate to that. So if something goes wrong in with your plan, don't ever leave a partner hanging. Tell Mm-mm. them as soon as you are physically capable, yeah. even if it's a five word text that says, you know, something went wrong, talk later, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just keep each other in the loop of on those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I do want to like have a little moment here for the very last part. That was not a question, but I'm, I'm going to like do some, not tough love, like mean, but I just mm-hmm. want to lean into it. Uh, they said, my Dom is amazing and I do not want to lose him. What I hope for you is that your Dom would say, my sub is amazing and I do not want to lose them Yeah. because you can't, keep somebody who doesn't want to be there and long distance relationships require effort and hard work and some amount of sacrifice and they're just tougher and so you not wanting to lose your partner is admirable and i think like anybody who's you know really cares for their partner that's exactly what they think but Mm -hmm. what i want for you is for them to feel the same way because if each of you have that view and things are relatively healthy and lines of communication mm-hmm. are open if you're both working hard on the relationship you have a much better chance of it succeeding but if True. you are the only one working hard on it it yeah. you're going to be mm-hmm. miserable you know one way or the other either going to be miserable in the relationship because you're mm-hmm. putting in all the effort and they are not or you're going to be miserable because it ends and you're heartbroken um mm-hmm. so i you know I get it. I would say the same thing about JB. My dom is amazing and I do not want to lose him. But I also understand that he would say the same thing about me. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, you you don't have to do all of the work. No, no. That's what I'm saying.
1: No. no. Okay, it, just like in any type of relationship, it takes two.
0: Right. And your dom should be putting in just as much effort as you want. Right. That effort might look different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the expectation that each of you is working towards something positive in this relationship, you need to keep that expectation and then sort of measure what you're receiving against that expectation, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you're the one putting in all the effort and you're the one scheduling all the times and you're the one following up and you're the one constantly reaching out and they're not making a lot of effort, it's time for a conversation. Like why aren't they? Is it Mm -hmm. because y'all are trying to do too much and your schedules don't align and life is just not allowing for that? You know. That happens, but just, I just want to like put that in there (laughs) because it is not uncommon in, in any relationship, long distance or otherwise, that's not really like the best match for one person to put in all of the effort and the other one to just sort of coast along because they can depend on their partner Mm -hmm. to put in all of the effort what your efforts individually look like might be different. Like you have your own set of skills and strengths and they have their own, mm-hmm. but there should be equitable effort.
1: Correct. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: So I just want to give you that little, little not quite tough love lecture there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think, I think that's it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Just one last plug. If you are in an LDR and you're like, what, 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 what do I do? We'll have links below to where we've talked about it. I say below in the places to where we've talked about it. Plus our long distance DS workbook. I'm just saying it's available on Etsy Mm -hmm. digital download. Comes in handy. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening to this week's Q and A episode. If you want us to answer one of your questions, just use the contact page on our website at lovingbdsm.net, or you can find the link in the show notes. Big thanks, as always, to our kinky community over on Patreon. We're able to do this podcast and keep it going and help kinksters due to your support. If you'd like to be part of our community and get access to extra content and a Discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can do that. Just join us at patreon.com slash kaylalords. That's patreon.com slash kaylalords, or use the link in the show notes.